Psalm 138. Uh, let's, just, let's just commence with the words of verse 3. I've been looking at this psalm, reading it together. I'll just read some of these verses. Verse 3, the psalmist is able to say in the day when I cried, Thou answerest me, and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Amen. Just ending there, the words of verse 6. We've been looking at some of these encouragements. And what encouragement to know that God answers prayer. And what an encouragement to know that God strengthens his people as well. And that's what we have considered even last time. He gives that boldness. He gives that confidence to press on in the work and to be that effective witness. You know, men and women, the next encouragement is just as good. God cares for his people. God cares for his people. The writer, hymn writer, puts it like this. Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mere or song? The answer, oh yes, he cares. I know Jesus cares. And that is what the psalmist is really stating in verse 6. He says, though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. But the proud he knoweth afar off. Though the Lord be high, God is great in power. He is majestic. He dwelleth in light and accessible and full of glory. He's infinitely great. And yet as he is infinitely great, he has respect unto the lowly. You just take that little word respect for a moment. And it gives the sense of looking at. Of considering, even providing. God cares. And it's really bringing out what Peter uh, himself was to write to those scattered, persecuted believers uh, that we read of in First Peter, his epistle in First Peter, but particularly First Peter chapter 5. And he says in verse 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now those are two different words there. Casting all your care, all your anxiety, all your worry, all your cares. For he careth for you. What a comfort. God cares for his people. He considers them. And you know, as we've been singing tonight, he knows their every need. We read in Matthew chapter 6, uh, again it's in the... Um, context of, of, of prayer and where the Lord guides his disciples into a pattern prayer. We know it as the Lord's Prayer today. Matthew chapter 6, however, look at the words of verse 8. Verse 7, But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Why do we not go over vain repetition? Because the Lord knows what we need of. Verse 8, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. He knows our need. He knows our care even before we ask. But I want you to note those whom the Lord particularly looks upon, those whom the Lord particularly cares, 
He says there in verse 6, Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. That's the place we must take. It's the lowly place. It's the humble place. That is those who are obscure in this world. The weak things that the Lord chooses. The foolish things of this world. First Corinthians 1 that the apostle speaks about there. That no flesh should glory in his presence. Thank God we put ourselves in there. God is able to use the, the weak and the foolish things of this world. That's the ones we're looking at in this verse. Those that are little in, the, in their own eyes. You know the psalmist really is saying what uh, the preacher states in Proverbs chapter 3. And the words of verse 34, he says this, Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. He giveth grace unto the lowly. And you will know, of course, that that is a verse that is repeated twice over in the New Testament. Twice over. We've mentioned Peter already. You'll find it in that first epistle of Peter, chapter 5 and verse 5. But you'll also find it with James. And James chapter 4 and verse 6 tells us, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. That's how it's rendered there. He giveth grace unto the humble. God resisteth the proud. He knoweth the proud afar off. But the broken and the contrite spirit the Lord will not despise. The low things he looketh upon that he may lift them up higher. The lofty things he seeth afar off that he may bring them lower. I want you just in closing just to think of Luke 18. It's a very familiar passage of course that parable that the Lord spoke. About those who trust in themselves that they're righteous. And he brings in two characters. There is the Pharisee, and there is the publican. And the Pharisee, he has that religious veneer about him. It says that he stood and prayed thus with himself, and he does his best to press as near to God as he thought he could. And I do this, and I do that, and I twice, fast twice in the week, and I give tithes of all that I possess. And the contrast couldn't be any greater when you go over to the other side of the holy place, and there is an old publican. And he would not as much as draw near. In fact, he would not lift his head even heavenward, because he smote upon his breast. And he said, Lord, be merciful to me, the servant. You see the contrast? The Pharisee thought he was pressing as near as he could uh, unto God. But it says of the publican, he's standing afar off. And yet, men and women, the application, God was near to that publican. He was afar off from the Pharisee. Because we read in the words of verse 14, as, uh, as Luke brings it to its conclusion, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. Why? For every one that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And that's what the publican was. God was to touch that man and he was to answer his prayer. He said, Lord, be propitious toward me, the sinner, on account of the sacrifice, on account of the shed blood. 
Be merciful to me. His prayer was answered. And that's why we read, he went home to his house justified rather than the other guy who thought he was pressing in and to be near unto the Lord. Men and women, better to take the place of the lowly rather than the proud. We desire the respect, we desire the, the, the care of the Lord upon us this year. Upon our people, upon our families, upon our church family. So we need to pray tonight against the old proud nature that would rise up so easily. With nothing to be proud about. We're only old sinners saved by God's grace. No right? Can I ask you to pray tonight also toward the children's work and the young people? We think of the little ones, the lowly ones. Well, let's remember the children's work. Let's remember the Sabbath school. Let's pray that the Lord might give us more children into those classes. And on the Thursday night, Ruth's meeting on the Monday night. And if I can ask you one other thing, let's pray for those who are far off tonight spiritually. <coughs> Maybe there are those who have thoughts like the Pharisee. I do this and I do that. I come to church regular. They're not saved. They're not justified. Let's pray for them tonight as we have been doing. And bring in our prayers and focus on those things. That God in his mercy would look upon them as he looked upon the publican. And as that publican went home justified. God answers prayer. God strengthens his people. And God cares for his people. He hath respect unto the low line. The Lord bless even those few thoughts to our hearts tonight. As I said, we have two other encouragements to bring from that portion. And we'll do that, God willing, in the remaining nights.